The Green Bay Packers opened up the 2023 season with training camp. Yeah, we're a long way from week one, but football is back. So what did we see from training camp day one? Some of the key takeaways, plus a couple players on defense in particular that we might be sleeping on their impact on this team. Plus, we have to talk about it. Aaron Rodgers took a pay cut. All that on today's show. Caught by Watson. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network. And he will score. Your team every day. You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Training camp, day one, baby. According to Matt LaFleur, the defense won, made the offense do push-ups at the end of practice. Some interesting things to go through on both sides. Understanding, and let's just get this caveat away out of the top. One day. We're talking about one day. So these are things that I want to track not things that I want to say, okay, this is something we know for sure is happening, et cetera, et cetera. A couple lineup things that I want to get to. Interesting to me that the Packers opened their defense, Justin Hollins starting opposite Preston Smith for Rashawn Gary, not Kingsley Ingbari, who was the guy that started last year in place of Rashawn Gary when he was hurt. Now, I thought Hollins did a lot of really nice things. I thought it was an underrated signing when they re-signed him. I think this is an incredibly deep edge group right now. In fact, um, Warren Sharp from Sharp Football Stats, he's going to be on the show next week. He tweeted out, they did some rankings of, of fronts and the Packers front seven, a top 10 front. Preston Smith, Hollins, Anigbari, Gary Van Ness, there aren't many other teams that have five guys that are really that good. And we're talking, that's just on the edge. That's before you get to Kenny Clark, whatever you get from Devontae Wyatt, the rookies, all of those things. So that's just something to keep an eye on. I think, I think we're going to see a rotation there. We saw a rotation there the last few years anyway. So whoever is starting in place of Rashawn Gary, if he can't go week one, we've, we talked about his injury and how there's a good chance. He's starting sooner than later out there. Having that sort of depth is really, really important. Also, on the offensive side, but in the trenches still, Zach Tom, your first team reps taker at right tackle, but also took some backup reps at center. I don't think Josh Meyer's job is in jeopardy, but I I do think they'd like to keep that flexibility open. Is that something that Zach Tom could do long-term? It was really interesting. Um, Ben Baldwin did some projections for offensive line play, and he projected the Packers to have the second-best pass-protecting offensive line in football based on pass-block win rate, pro football focus grade, those kinds of things. His thing is 
Let's look at the sticky metrics. What is predictive? Okay, let's look at last year. Okay, this is this is translatable year to year. There are only two teams with elite pass protection projections, the Eagles and the Packers. And that was something that, although there were some issues, we'll talk about them, with the pass protection, I expect this to be a really, really, really good pass protecting unit. I don't understand why they are considered an inferior pass protecting or just offensive line full stop to the Lions, for example. Was listening to a podcast yesterday where they did top five offensive lines. Neither of the hosts had the Packers on, but both had the Lions. Packers offense was by like every metric last year better than Detroit. Better than Minnesota. And yet when you look at Mike Clay's fantasy rankings, both those teams ahead of Green Bay in the offensive line rankings. I think this is a really slept on group. John Renan Jr., by the way, is a terrific pass protector for the issues in, in run blocking and they, they exist. He's a very good pass protector. You have David Bakhtiari back. Elton Jenkins back. Zach Tom, who has, he has truly elite potential as a pass protector. Josh Myers, John, and John Rennie Jr. is already a very good pass protector. We'll see what the situation is with Josh Myers. That is, at least for now, I think the important roster updates, a lot of the other stuff is like what you'd expect. Now, it is interesting. They opened in 12 personnel with DeGuara and Luke Musgrave on the field. If you want to call that 12, it could be 21, if, depending on how you want to classify Josiah DeGuara. But Jordan Love talked about this after practice, that one of the reasons they really like what Luke Musgrave brings and one of the reasons why they're going to live with some of the issues, and he had some issues in pass protection, I think we, we took for granted um, how good Mercedes Lewis was when you ask him to do the sorts of six-man protection things that he can do, or it's just a chip release kind of route. Mercedes Lewis was elite as a pass protecting tight end. Luke Musgrave Going to have some work to do there. But his speed, Love missed him on a deep shot, but his speed can be such a valuable asset to this offense. And that was where, by all accounts, they attacked the most effectively. Short, intermediate, middle of the field. That's what this offense is. That's what this offense can be. And then take your shots when you can. But for the most part, the passing game is going to be short and intermediate. And then your play action shots. That's why you go out and you get a Jaden Reed. So he can make plays after the catch. It's why you get two tight ends with run after catch ability with elite athleticism. It's why you have already Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs continues to be a mainstay in this passing game as well. So that part of it though, pretty much par for the course, I would say. The defense, they won the day. That says a lot. It is interesting to see how this progresses when Eric Stokes get back. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. The defensive line rotation. Interested to see how they line up. They they opened in base-base against heavy personnel. Kenny Clark at nose, Wyatt, and TJ Slayton. That is a big, big front. Can is can, can can TJ Slayton play a little bit wider? Or does he just have to be a nose? Can Devontae Wyatt play a little bit wider? Or does he just have to be a three technique? 
Those are things I'm going to be looking for for the Packers as we move forward here. These are things that I think are important to identify. Darnell Savage and Rudy Ford are your safeties. Um, you've got Dallin Leavitt working ahead of Anthony Johnson Jr., the, the draft pick. But, you know, these things are fluid. We'll see. Jonathan Owens also in that second group. But we'll see. There's a lot that is still to be determined about the direction that this team is headed with a lot of different personnel groups. That safety grouping is one of them. And, okay. I made you wait. We're eight minutes into the show. Jordan Love. So, the misses on deep balls. I'm not worried about Jordan Love deep balls. I'm just not. He's got a beautiful deep ball. His touch down the field on the run from the pocket is superb. Thrown into the wind, new receivers, new routes, new timing. I'm just not worried about that stuff. When you, when you watch, there were a lot of play on the videos on the drills. Looks a lot better in the drills, right? The accuracy looks a lot better. The timing looks a lot better. All that stuff seems to be working at a different level. I'm, I'm just not worried about the deep ball. And if he's going to do the underneath stuff, if he's going to do the middle of the field stuff, that's what this offense needs and hit enough of those shot plays. I thought it was really interesting in the Ryan Wood piece from the other day. One of the, one of the things that they felt like before last offseason they needed to master was the deep over. That is a critical concept on a number of the core Shanahan play-action shot plays. And you saw him throw it in the preseason a couple times. There was one to Romeo Dobbs. There was one to Juwan Winfrey um, against the Saints. There was one against the Chiefs. Play-action, deep over, and it's a layered throw. You got to have enough velocity to beat the safety coming across, but you got to drop it over a defender. He made a couple really nice throws in the preseason last year in those kinds of situations. He can throw the ball deep. He can make every throw. You have to, okay, understand in the wind, zing it a little bit more. It's not like golf. When it's easy, swing easy. Or when it's, when it's breezy, swing easy. Swing easy when it's breezy. Whatever you want to say. You got to lower that trajectory a little bit. You got to zing that ball out there. Remember, he's not used to um, you know, these receivers, he's not used to the live game reps in the same sort of way that Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers knows how to throw a deep ball in the wind in Green Bay. He just has 17 years of reps doing that. Jordan Love doesn't. That's not something that I'm going to worry about. And as I mentioned yesterday, I don't want to live and die in every one of these days. I'm just not worried about it. Now, some of you tracking his completions, 7, seven of 14, I think, but a couple PBUs. Keyshawn Nixon makes a diving attempt. We're going to talk more about Keyshawn coming up a little bit later. To get a, to get a PBU, you know, you're going against Jerry Alexander and Russell Douglas. They're really good. If they're going to get PBUs because of their makeup speed, I'm not, I'm not that worried about that kind of stuff. So a lot of, a lot of interesting things to recap on day one. We'll have, we'll have more. We're going to keep doing this. Family night is like, what, a week away? A little bit more. But we're in the mix already. And so this is going to be information flying fast 
Unfortunately, there are going to be injuries, so a lot more here to come as we break down training camp unlocked on Packers. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide players that are a guaranteed fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Looking for a smooth turn? Ooh. Baby, am I looking for a smooth turn? Well, how about all AFC West, Devontae Adams and Patrick Mahomes. Adams has proved he remains a reliable selection in Las Vegas. I don't have to sell that to Packer fans. While Mahomes will again operate with both the highest floor and the highest ceiling among the standout luxury options at the position. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. I will sleep. So well at night, if I had Devontae Adams and Patrick Mahomes on my team and I got them at the end of the first, early second, eBay Motors knows a championship team from, is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air, air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it. eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand what part you need the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. Thanks for making Locked on Packers your first listen every day or tomorrow on the show. What else? We're doing training camp. Hello. That's the fun stuff. I want to talk about Keyshawn Nixon. I want to talk about some of these players that we haven't had a lot of conversations about who's play in 2022 may or may not be indicative of what they're going to be in 2023 and maybe a new face or two that could end up being important here. Let's start with Keyshawn. If he's really getting a chance to win this nickel, I just want us to remember that last year, we all went into the season thinking, okay, this is a special teams guy. Maybe I don't want to speak for everyone. I certainly believe that. And I have, I have copped to Keyshawn himself saying, hey, man, I, I, I've joked that I, I did the shack. I was unfamiliar with your game. He had not had opportunities to be someone who's going to play full-time in the nickel. And they gave him the opportunity to be a full-time returner. And what did he do? He thrived. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be a quality nickel corner. But he showed some flashes last year, had the clinching interception against Justin Fields. He has a, a just a, a, he's a gamer, man. Like he finds a way to make it work. He's got that mentality. I was going to say dog mentality, but it's so much more than that. He does have that dog in him for sure. But it's so much more than that. He's got a playmaker's mentality. 
just give him a chance and he'll go make a play. And Matt LaFleur, I think, was only half joking when Keyshawn came up to him, Matt, as, as LaFleur tells the story. And he says, hey, you know, can I get some offensive touches? And, and he's sort of like, hey, worry about winning that nickel job first. But like, if you do, yeah. So that the, the, it's the kind of thing where he is just the kind of player you don't want to rule out. Don't rule that guy out. Don't say, don't count him out. Don't say he can't do it. I'm, I'm just, I lost money doing it last year. Not actual money, but I bet against him and I lost and I'm just not going to do it. And for as good as he was to become an all pro returner, I'm not going to bet that he can't make an impact. And you already saw that he laid out on day one. And that's when you make the point of like, when you're the kind of person who hasn't had these opportunities, there are certain types of players. And this is true of people in life. I'm sure you know, some people like this, when they get an opportunity they're going all out at every chance that they get. He is going 100 miles an hour every opportunity he gets. He's always, you are always going to have him say, coach, I can do more. Let me, and, and he can. And when you give him the opportunity, he's going to bust his ass to give you more. And because of his natural ability, his playmaking talent, I'm not going to count out him doing something like keeping Eric Stokes on the sidelines a little bit longer or just like, hey, Russell Douglas, it's time to move to safety because we feel really good about Stokes, Jair, and Keyshawn. I can't rule that out because of just his, his personality and his track record now. Another player that I want to mention because the run defense looked good on day one is it's really Quay Walker, but I want to say both linebackers because we found out Devondre Campbell was um, hurt for a lot of last year. We knew he was hurt for part of last year, but apparently was more hurt than he was letting on. And they shuffled through some interesting linebacker combinations. Sometimes it was just Devondre. Sometimes it was just Quay. Sometimes they had three linebackers, three true off-ball linebackers on the field, something they flashed a little bit last year and even two years ago. So... There are a lot of interesting things that can be done here. This linebacker group is really talented. And I, I always bring up Devondre Campbell as an all-pro, and sometimes I get eye rolls from people, and I'm like, why are you rolling your eyes? Devondre Campbell was incredible two years ago in a, in a specific role, and he went to Matt LaFleur and said, hey, you let me do this. I can be awesome for you. And they let him do it, and guess what? He was awesome. Now, maybe they needed to change some of those things. Maybe they needed to have some more conversations. Now you have your two of Quay Walker, whose speed and ability. I mean, I was I was watching some of, of Quay the other day. What was the game that I was watching him on? And I was just sort of like, oh, yeah, that's right. He is incredible. I think it was against Tennessee. He is this physical specimen. He is someone who can click and close in space. He is someone who can read and react. And when he fires his guns, he's flying around the field. He can be an impact player in this defense. Doesn't mean that I'm going to, that I love the draft pick. I didn't. It's not going to change my mind on the draft pick. Maybe he becomes, you know, Bobby Wagner or Fred Warner. And you, and you have to just sort of be like, okay, well, there are, there are two or three guys in the league who really, really changed the math for your defense. And so he became one of those guys. 
you congratulations, then it works. But if he's good, that's really good for this defense. And all they have to do, this is going to be a top 10 passing defense. I'm telling you, if they stay moderately healthy, they will be a top 10 passing defense. You get that run defense from DFL, move it up a little to just sort of like normal, not great. Get them in that like 16 to 22 kind of run defense range. Yeah, they're they're not they're not good, but they're not bad. That does a lot for this defense. All of a sudden, you're talking about an above average defense overall. You're talking about a defense that can be a net positive for your team. And you're taking the load off Jordan Love. And, you know, Mark Murphy said defense is going to have to do that for the first half of the season while, while Jordan Love gets acclimated. Russell Douglas, in his interview with Darius Slay, in addition to effusively praising Jordan Love, talking about the no-look passes and how he, he cut them up last year at times, said, look, I told him, just be you. By the way, great advice. Love that. But also, we're going we're gonna to take care of this. We're going to make, you can lean on us. You don't have to do everything. The defense is going to have your back this year. And even if that's not quite true, it's a really great thing for your young quarterback to hear. You, as a, as a, a quarterback stepping into a situation like that, you want everyone to say, Jordan, just be yourself. We got you. But there's going to be some internal pressure. Like there just has to be for as good as you are. You are, are, are saying, I want to be the greatest. I want to be the best. And there's that pressure. But there can be a little pressure release when you have a respected veteran on the defense going, hey, Jordan, we're going to make sure we got you this year. And so maybe things are a little bit different. Speaking of being a little bit different, we're going to talk about you-know-who when we come back here on Locked on Packers. All right, look, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it for this reason. Aaron Rodgers doing what he seemed unwilling to do in Green Bay is not going to surprise anyone who's been paying attention. In fact, I predicted this in April. We talked about it on this show. I was like, eh. Just wait until he takes less money. They restructure this and he takes less. It is classic. This is classic X behavior. He's a little skinnier. Changed the hair. Got the diamonds. Sauce Gardner gave him the diamonds. And now he's doing for them what he never would do for you. Out taking pictures out on Instagram, making sure you see how much fun he's having at the concerts, at all the at all the movie premieres. It's classic, just classic. But from a football standpoint, it's the doing for them what you would never do for you that I think is going to have Packer fans annoyed. He just took a top of market contract berated and undermined a reporter who had the reporting about him wanting to be a top-of-market quarterback, wanting him to be the highest-paid player in the league. He ended up being the highest-paid player in the league on that new deal. 
and now sticks the Packers with 40 plus million in dead money. Said last year, around this same time, that the new contract means he's retiring a Packer. And now he's in New York saying, oh, I feel pretty good. You know, the energy's good. I feel really appreciated here. It's, I mean, it's almost a little on the nose with the X metaphor. And he's taking less money to help them go out and do all these things to make the roster better. And look, I'm not begrudging anyone from taking their money at every opportunity. But it becomes really disingenuous to take your money at every opportunity and then complain that the team hasn't done enough to help you win a Super Bowl and then you go somewhere else and you take a little bit less and in this case, a lot less to help your team win a Super Bowl. Then it's like, well, then couldn't, couldn't you have done that before? You know, like all those years after the Super Bowl where the team wasn't quite good enough? Couldn't that have been a situation where you took a little bit less when they're up against it in 2020 and 2021, right up against the salary cap and, and you've got a top of market contract? 2022, in those salary negotiations, you couldn't have taken a team-friendly deal to help get all this stuff together. It just ends up looking petty. And it looks petty now to do this pay cut, to talk about, oh, well, they gave up too much for this to be a one and done, which by the way, we'll see. Like Jets fans really on their victory lap BS, but like, come on now. This is a new relationship. You gotta be on your best behavior. Let's see what it's like when you're one and three at the end of September. Let's just see if the tune is the same. Aaron Rodgers was on his best behavior last training camp too, right up until he wasn't. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. It is not shocking to Packer fans. This is, this is how this works with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't want to, I don't even want to spend too much time talking about it. It's at the end of the show. A lot of you don't care and that's fine. And then some of you are pissed off and that's fine. I understand the frustration. I do. Because this team could have been a lot better last year. It could have been better in 2021. They could have had Odell Beckham or they could have had Stefan Gilmore if he was making a fraction less money, just a fraction, he pitches his whole hissy fit. They redo the deal, kind of. But he's still making a lot of money. He didn't save the team any money. He just moved some of the money he was owed. That's, that can be the difference between winning a Super Bowl and not. And so it's just worth noticing that he, he did it for the Jets and didn't do it for Green Bay. That's all. I noticed. I bet you noticed too. All right, back tomorrow. A lot more here on Locked on Packers. Follow me on, are we, are we doing X? That website, Peter underscore Bukowski. Um, the podcast is at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us, Live on our Instagram feed. We don't do live Instagram feeds. We do YouTube feeds. 
I'm doing this bit with my son where like we sing a song, we fake the words. So my brain is constantly thinking of like the other thing that we do. Oh, no. Anyway, dad brain in there for a minute. Uh, we go live on YouTube after games. Maybe after family night? We'll see. Just stay locked on Packers. <laughs>